for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Uh, dun, 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 dun. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, July 23rd, 2013. This is episode 91 of Attack of the Androids. Every Tuesday evening, we get together right here, right now. Attackoftheandroids.com. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee. Joining this evening, we have Eric Finkenpeter. What's up, Eric? I shall henceforth be known as Eric talking over the intro, Finkenbeiner. Talking over the intro. And we got Nick Carroll. What's up, Nick? Hey, guys. Good to have you back. Uh, wow, big announcement starting out. You know, I know this two ways. One's from Twitter watching Nilay Patel's uh, snarky comments about that whole... Like, it's funny to hear it from the perspective of someone who's like, is over the whole glitz and glamour of covering these events. Like, if we got to do it, it'd be kind of cool for, like, a few months, and then you'd be like, oh, okay. And so he's, like, making comments about this and that, and, like, oh, the lady at the table's using the the fabled Zyboard or whatever, because you don't ever see it. And I thought that was pretty amusing. But then also, Verizon uh, takes it upon themselves to really keep in touch with its customers, and I, I appreciate that as a Verizon customer. And uh, they sent me an email personally to me uh, informing me of the new droids that are are coming, which means they're on their way. Where do droids come from, Eric? George Lucas? Where are they en route from? That's why if they're coming, I'm curious where they're coming from. I've been Probably watching, Asia. I've been watching a lot of Falling Skies lately. Asia? <laughs> probably right because this isn't the Little one that's, that they mentioned that was going to be made all in america right that's the the x phone right yeah that's the x phone and they they did it with the with the nexus q they did it um apple's doing it with uh you know i think the macbook pro so it's a it's a new thing made in america who knew i think it it's i think the government told them to do that to do their part to fight terrorism. You gotta start making all your stuff here. Yeah, that's what it is. Which is cool, I guess. Sense. You could take all of these tech companies manufacturing and move them to Detroit <laughs> and, like, you could really breathe new life into that bankruptcy. Anyway, uh, are you excited about any of these devices? It's really, if you read any of the stories, it's really one device, but in three different sizes with tuned-down specs accordingly. Uh, you have the small one that's like 4.3 inches. And I guess during the announcement, they mentioned like it had this awesome, amazing screen, but then they came out afterwards and said that it really doesn't. So uh, I don't know what, what to make of that. A 724.3 inch. They said uh, it was. Heard, yeah. I had heard the 720p, although it seemed like Android Police, they had reported it was QHD, but uh, everyone else I've heard said it was 720p. The big difference between like. All right, so there's three three new you know Motorola droids that have come out. Uh, two of them have five inch screens, the Ultra and the Max, and the uh, the other one, the Mini, has a 4.3 inch screen, but they all have 720p dis- uh, display. That's what I heard. But the difference between the Mini and the other two is the Mini has IPS or TFT. I'm not, I can't remember the the differences between them all. But the other two, the Ultra and the Max, have an OLED or AMOLED uh, screen. So, but the major difference is IPS versus AMOLED, from what I understand, or LCD versus AMOLED. As far as the screen is. Yeah. And then, of course, it, it seems weird, like, the difference between the Ultra and the Max is simply uh, the size. You can get the, the 16 gig ones, 32 gig, and then, right, the battery. And all three of them, non-removable batteries, no SD cards, of course. Um, is that, like, why would you, why are you coming out with three, like, it doesn't seem like the price is that different from the ultra to the max that you would want to have that in there? Like, why wouldn't you just come out with the small the one and the big one, like the mini yeah. and the Mac or, you know, I mean, that just seems weird that you have this in between device. That's the same size and everything, but it's just stripped down poop. 
yeah, it's supposed to be like 7.18 millimeters uh, thick compared to like eight and a half inch thick, like the depth of the foam. So it, even that does, isn't that much. Like if you look at them side by side, those are the videos that I've seen, they look pretty darn close, except that the uh, Ultra is just thinner, particularly towards the end as it tapers. But uh, If you but, have super sensitive hands, you're totally going to notice that 0. 0.03 millimeter difference you know it's gonna make it's gonna make or break it i think yeah but i'll say this i would much prefer the max to me that seems like the uber phone i know it's got a 720p display at five inches but everything else about it is uh awesome in my opinion i mean i'm not even a verizon customer and that is an appealing phone to me at least so i am and i'm kind of i don't know i kind of want to see what this other one they're gonna announce hopefully soon the x1 is gonna be like but it's probably going to have a lot of the same specs, right? I mean, there's not... It's also most likely going to be on, like, AT&T and uh, T-Mobile, if not Sprint. I'm not, I'd be surprised if they had a Motorola variant, but maybe not too much. I mean, a uh, Verizon, Verizon variant. We'll see. I thought it said all of the major carriers, but... That knows? would be good, then. I'll, who, I'm definitely interested. Who knows? And so the small one's, like, 100 bucks on contract or something? Correct. 99 199 and 299 for the three. Now is it weird that two ninety nine and I, I saw this in the in the I think it was the Android Police article that he's saying you're charging basically the same price as like a new S four, meanwhile none of the specs really match up. Like why why wasn't that two hundred, one ninety nine and then, you know, like fifty yeah, bucks I, I, for the small one or even free? Like why wouldn't you just if you're subsidizing contracts, just give the small one away? Have the little one, the medium one, a hundred bucks, and the other one too, and be done with it. Yeah, we'll we'll see how things go. I mean, if if they do not sell as well as maybe they think they should, they may do a price drop. But I do agree that two ninety nine for a phone, just because really it has a bigger battery, I don't think that's that as a selling point justifies. Well, right, because like the first thing you do when you got the G Nex is take out the battery it came with and put in the extended one, which costs you another twenty bucks if you got it at the time they came out, then up to, yeah. like, 50 which is still not a whole, like, $100 more, but... Yeah. One of the things that intrigues me about all three of the phones is the new uh, SOC that they've got. It's apparently eight cores, but two of them are for the CPU, four are for the GPU, and the other two are kind of, like, cut, used for different For listening. Parts. Aren't those the yeah, listening, listening cores? <laughs> yeah. For the we're always listening to you, waiting for those three magic words... That's right, ready to sign in to the NSA. Ready <laughs> ready to status update to the NSA. Uh, so as, I yeah. have a few questions. because um, I'm reading through this and I wasn't I wasn't, you know, awake when the when the actual press conference was happening, so I may have missed some of this. We understand um, did you they... don't have the bandwidth for this kind of stuff, so it's okay. Exactly. We'll, we'll did they mention um, the the uh, battery life difference between the Ultra and the Max? Yeah, they said forty eight hours of talk time is what they said for the uh, the Ultra, uh, for the Max. Whereas uh, the Ultra, they only said twenty four hours. And now, it, Nick, now that you mention that, could you get that kind of battery life and not have a seven twenty p screen? Like, if you went anything above that, there's no way you'd reach that. That out that length an hour of battery life. Yeah, plus no plus way. it's an OLED screen, which is a little more energy efficient as well. So sure. those two plus the battery probably helps a lot. And I kind of think it's funny that um, for the mini, they say it's four point three inches, and they're calling that the mini. When when I got my original Evo, which was I believe four point three inches, you know the the reaction from most people when I got that was you know, oh my God, the screen's so big. What are you doing? Right. Um, so it's, it's sort of, it's funny to see how we've moved just in the past five years from like the standard, like what, is, what was it, like 3.5 inch, you know, screen um, all the way up to 4.3. And now we think of 4.3 as mini. Yeah, this doesn't seem mini to me. This is my 4.3 inch Motorola Atrix 2 and it seems just fine for me. So I don't feel like this is a tiny phone. Well, yeah, even the GNX is only 4.6 or 4.65, really. Like, that's not that much bigger than their Mini. And when this came out, we were like, man, this is, like, perfect. It's... I kind of feel like they've... I kind of feel like Motorola and Google are oversaturating, you know, 
the market with their own devices. You think? Um, like I, I feel like what where this is going to end up is that they don't end up making money because even if one or two of their phones sell well, they threw too much against the wall and they're not really like they're not going to make enough to get back the R and D, the manufacturing, etc. For all of the different phones they put out, um, well, I, it feels like it would have been it's... smarter to to go with the Max, which seems to fit like a really nice niche of people who who really just care about battery life and then you know and then have the other option be the moto x having these three plus moto x seems like they're just going to be stealing their own thunder how is that droid max different from the razor max like i think this is getting way too convoluted like you're saying well i think they're different i'm sorry go on and it's not a droid right the razor's not a droid device is it uh it's a droid no i think is it is it i didn't think it was the, oh, it's the Droid Razor Max. Is yeah. it? I think Max is just their, yeah, I guess you know, it is. it's their branding that they're creating to indicate a phone that has a lot of battery life. Right. So I, I mean, I don't think you have to do a direct comparison between the Razor Max, the Droid, and then this, uh, what is it, Droid Max? Because <laughs> See, you're confused, and this is what they you just do. The Razor. It's, it's basically the continuation of the Razor line. They even kind of look similar. But they just dropped the razor name, and it's just Droid Ultra, Droid Max, Droid Mini. But uh, I mean, one thing you have with like Apple, for example, they only sell premium devices. So Apple, they sell kind of just to be honest, they aim for the mid range, or like some features are really good, but the rest aren't necessarily stellar, you know. But you know, it's stock and it's it's simple, and they sell it for a really aggressive price, and that does create a disturbance. Like the Nexus Seven created a huge disturbance for Android tablets, but it also created the 7-inch market segment, which even brought Apple down to a you know, 7.9-inch mini. But uh, So there's pluses and minuses for them doing this, but they're not going to sell the top-of-the-line phones. Even with Motorola, they're not selling top-of-the-line phones, even though they're flagship devices, but, I mean, they're kind of mid-range to, I don't know, medium-high, I don't know what you, what you got to say, but whereas Apple's like pure high-end, you know, for what they are, so. Do you want any of these, Eric? Um, no, but that's that's because I'm happy with my Nexus 4, and if I got anything else, like, I, I, I think I said this in a different show, that unless it's coming straight from Google and has, like, a stock experience, um, I don't think I'm going to be buying, you know, that phone. Um, the Moto X might not be fully stock, but it's you know that might be that might be something where I go back on my word and say, oh yeah, maybe I would get the Moto X. Okay, so um, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I yeah, know I hate it. A... <laughs> I need to buy it. Yeah, for but, Moto uh, X is unlocked. I, I, I just don't see the value in this any in in playing this you know game anymore. Of yeah. you know, I'll get this on contract, get that. I'm just gonna buy the phone. But don't buy it you unlocked, buy the phone direct? Don't you have to like completely saturate the market in order to May, you have to make right the fact that you're going to say you can upgrade every six months and pay us this ridiculous amount of money, more than you're already paying. So, like, you have to have so many different stupid phones like well, that come out. The difference, though, is is it's a difference between four or five phones and two phones. Um, I think that you can – I think you – and it's not even – it's not even like four or five phones because if you take into account that you can get the 16 or the 32 of each phone, then it's probably more like eight different versions. So, and then the Google Play editions. Don't forget those. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> ten different versions. It, it, would make, it would make more sense to me to have the two options, sort of the lower end but not crappy and the like really cool ultra niche edition and – you know, just offer different variations of the two, whether it be, you know, storage options or whatever. But they, there's, there's too many options. And this is, we're only talking about one company here. <laughs> so imagine going into your Verizon store and Motorola has eight different phones and HTC has eight different phones. I mean, Samsung. what the hell? No wonder people are, you know, you know, they might look at Apple because they're like, Jesus, this is so much simpler. I can just get the one device. Yeah, it's an iPhone or an iPad. It, even though it's new, there's a version number. You can tell it's just one device for each segment. Yeah. That makes how do you how do you guys think this these will handle uh, updates? Do you think they will be updated to four point three? 
Unfortunately, they're on Verizon. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, not very. I'm not optimistic, and I blame purely Verizon, just to be honest. So, and that's why we have Cyanogen Mod. True. Speaking of, I posted this to our community, to the Attack of the Androids Google Plus community. Uh, did you guys see the Nemesis video? Like, is this is this a CM phone? What is it? Eric? <laughs> I don't think it's a CM phone. Um, Wouldn't that be cool? I have, I have no idea what it, what it could be. Would you be um, down with a CM phone? Yeah, didn't we already have that? And wasn't it... Wasn't it called Republic Wireless? Did we? Yeah, but n- not a... Ca- <laughs> All right, never mind. You, th- you think they'd do a Kickstarter like the Ubuntu Edge? So yeah, it's basically a video, and it's like something more. And it's it, called the, It was a lame video. You it think? It was not... <laughs> yes, I was... You I weren't on the edge of your like seat? really cool and sexy, and it's just... It's it's just words disappearing and changing into other words. Hey, that takes a Thank long you. time to render on a droid... X. <laughs> exactly. A Droid 2. A Droid 2 World Edition. Uh-huh. A Droid R2. Uh, but I yeah, can't think so... of what this could be. Uh, I, I don't think it's a phone, but it, it very well might be. I, I don't... I mean, Nemesis. Like, what does Nemesis mean? Is it just a cool name, or does it, like, actually have something to do with what they're teasing? Is it Cyanogen Mod for the iPhone? <laughs> Maybe How it's crazy. an inverted cyanogen mod. Maybe Whoa. it's just a theme. Nemesis. Would they make a video for a theme? I feel like that's yeah, kind of not? lackluster if that's... Sure. Really? Shut up. That would be really funny. I don't think that's the case. I'm just I'm just throwing, yeah, just throwing no, things out there, but I... that would be great if it was. Presenting the new black inverted theme. Nemesis. It's probably absolutely nothing. And it's just, they're like, let's see what happens if... Now my curiosity's peak. I want to know what it is now. <laughs> Damn you. Damn, yeah. You Damn, won't. Man. Isn't there a website that, that is, has a countdown for this? Is there? I don't know. I didn't look that much into past the video. I yeah, like, I, think, I, was I like, think there's some sort of countdown. So it's coming soon. We'll know what Nemesis is. Maybe by next show? Maybe. I, I watched the video. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what that could be. And then I posted it, and then that was the last I thought of it. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Since we're already talking about Cyanogen Mod, do yeah, you want to talk about Voice Plus? Voice Plus? Is this Babel? This is Kush's Babel, right? Yeah, it's Babel. They've rebranded it as... Uh, Cyanogen uh, Mod has taken it into their nightlies, and they've rebranded it as Voice Plus. And if you if you guys don't remember, it's uh, Babel, or um, Babel was this thing that Kush came up with and open-sourced, which allows... Um, the stock messaging app to uh, to basically be used for Google Voice. So Voice Plus has that, but it also lets you use any other... Um, it, I, I believe it's because most other um, SMS apps still utilize maybe the back end of the, mes- the, the stock messaging app um, because now other, other text messaging apps um, out there can also be used in place of the Google Voice app for Google Voice text messaging. So it, it's pretty cool, and it's... I mean, the only downside is that it's its only in the nightlies. It's not in an M release or anything yet. Right, and it's super cool if you know... Like, if you've ever used the actual Google Voice app. Like, when it hasn't been updated in ages. I mean, I don't... It, it's, it's just not a very good experience. It gets updated, like... Once every month or two, I see it get updated, but really? I I won't disagree. It's it's not the greatest. I feel like I haven't app. seen. Maybe it's just updating in the background, and I just never open it because it used to be such a horrendous experience. <laughs> well, <laughs> it doesn't. It hasn't it. really changed anything. Every time I see an update, it seems to be just um, like bug fixes, right? And I believe the last big update was uh, was changing the looks a little bit and changing the icon. So yeah, a little bit. It's still yeah. It might have been like poop. a little bit of a facelift, this but is still total poop. It's it's no bueno. I de- I dealt with TechSecure's poop interface just because it was encrypting stuff, which was awesome. Google Voice isn't giving me anything near as useful to deal. With. And TechSecure's been updated since and is is fully awesome now with with Jelly Bean notifications and whatnot. Well, that'd be interesting if you can use. 
Do you think you could use Text Secure with Google Voice if you have once this voice is pushed, maybe? But I, I mean, I doubt it. It wouldn't. It wouldn't encrypt anything. But you could still use the same interface. It would if the person you were sending it to was using it, and you did the key transfer, right? Hmm. Or is it? Know. Well, yeah, because voice isn't bouncing text to random weird numbers like the it does with calling, right? It's just straight sending a message from your voice number to someone else's. So if voice is in text secure, and both of your text secures have key uh, exchange, and and your your tunnels encrypted, I think it would. I don't know. We'll, have well to how check. would the how would that work? Like, I don't know how text secure works. Like, is it um, like so? You you might have the key on your phone. Other person has a key on right. their phone. You initiate, but key if you looked at it, and, yeah, you yeah you exchange it, and then that's how you can you know encrypt decrypt. Right. But if you looked at it on Voices website, would you just have like unintelligible, you know, an unintelligible? Oh mess? no, I don't think it would be encrypted there. I think it would only be on the device. Sandy, I don't think that would have anything to do with on the actual Google Voice interface, like on the uh-huh. web. I don't think I, I have honestly no idea. I'm just well, that'll be up. something fun to test out. You're running nightly still, aren't you? Or are you on? No, M's? I'm on. I'm on the stable now. When I when I when I got the new GeneX, I put the stable on it. And actually, there's been an update. If you want, to, since we're talking about CM, uh, we're on ten point one point two now. <laughs> so rock on. Which was, was it, weird. That was just the master key fix or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I didn't even look. There was point one, and then there was point two, and they both came out at the same time, or I noticed them at the same time, so I was like, huh, that's promising. You, you jumped know, right on it. It's good when they me. push, I, and I tried point one before point two just to see. No, I, I didn't. I should have. <laughs> so, yeah, like you said, the, the feature will be showing up in the latest nightlies as of the 22nd, which is yesterday. Um, yeah, but not in the stables. Like you said. So. Did you see the Staples, uh, or was it the Office Max, the, the new Nexus 7? Somebody got one, or that's the, the rumor at least. Did you see the pictures uh, up on Reddit? And Android Authority has a, an article about it. Wait, somebody actually, so outside of... Yeah, so sure, Harry I think I says, saw this. So this it, is outside of press images, right? And that, yeah, and that's why I didn't know if this was like I legit think this or happened not. To the original Nexus Seven as well, if I remember correctly. So it doesn't surprise me at this point, right? And there's actually a SKU number here. They say if you're ordering it, you can maybe get it before it's actually launched through the Play <laughs> By Store. Just searching for the SKU, yeah, <laughs> SKU two three seven four nine one four two. I'll be right back, guys. I gotta order something real quick. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> gotta take care of something. But it says in his initial Reddit post in which he announced that he ordered it, posting the receipt for his order, he revealed that he is an Office Max employee, although this detail may not have mattered for the store that has shipped it. A oh, different... not anymore. He was an employee. No. He was an employee. He, he was an employee. <laughs> was being the. But yeah, I don't know. That's cool. It says he nearly he paid nearly three hundred for the device, or two sixty nine ninety nine shipping and corresponding tax, of course. Yeah, that's thirty two gig version. I can't wait. Yeah, me either. I I really I need another tablet. I was I was laying in bed last night and I uh, was you know I was listening to like some podcast or whatever, trying to read a book on my phone. Wait, hold phone's on. great, but I don't want to read a book on my phone. How are you I read listening? A book on my tablet. How are you listening to words and then reading words at the same time? Like that just blows my mind. Because I am a Cylon. That's BS. <laughs> you're not. You're not understanding half of either of the things you're doing. You're just kind of killing time at that point with brain overload. Nice no, work. That's not true. Really? I can concentrate on both. Yeah. Spit me back anything of what you read last night while you were listening, and tell me the topic and what you were listening to. Podcast. Go. Okay, so I was reading about the Raspberry Pi, and it was talking about the different projects that have to do with the Raspberry Pi, mm-hmm. such as making a tabletop <laughs> arcade. Such and as. then what I was listening to uh, had to do with, um, well, crap, now I Boom! forgot. <laughs> oh, Boom! Boom! Sorry. Just saying. Just saying. So, all right. Oh, shit. And there was another story on Android Authority about the new Next 7 uh, 
that there was they were supposed to launch back in May, right? But it didn't, and that's why. Yeah, this was all yeah. the rumors, right? So what's up with that? It it did seem like it was going to come out when Google I/O hit, and uh, it didn't. So they're saying because of the inventory of the first gen Nexus Seven. Do you think that's why we saw like staples uh, cutting the prices on the the first gen Nexus Seven before, like to maybe clear out some of that stock? Oh, I think so. Huh. It's what what probably happened was that you know Google and who made the who made the Nexus Seven? That's a, uh, Asus. Um, I'm sure that was a conversation that one of them had with yeah with their um, like all the retail chains because I'm sure the retail chains were like, no, you can't you can't do this. You can't release this. We have all this crap. We're, we're not actually able to move. still selling the first bunch you sent us. If you could yeah, hold exactly. off. Well, then, I mean, the Nexus Seven had had you know by all accounts had uh, really good sales. Uh, Nick said, you know, I think rightly so that it it sort of made this seven inch tablet market explode. Other people had tried to do it, but it none had been as successful as well, the Nexus Seven. But also, in in its defense, like what was the competition for the seven inch tablet space at that time? It was a bunch of Arcos tablets, which were garbage. Kobe. It was that that one. It was that other freaking one that was like the ninety nine dollar tablet Kmart was selling. Like there yeah, was yeah. zero competition for yeah, a like real look and the Nook color and the Kindle was like right the on the other tablet. yeah yeah yeah. But and yeah, that was it. Really there was else. no like well, legit Android tablet that. Anyone... No, that's that's not true. The Galaxy <laughs> HTC tab. Flyer. Please. Oh, okay. I thought you were oh, gonna say Galaxy yeah. tab. Street, bro. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, I'll say so, I mean, this: it, it, for me, I was not a believer in tablets until the Nexus Seven. My wife had a the original Kindle Fire, and I was like, okay, this is pretty decent. Took it to work a few times, studied with it. And then uh, I was on Google, and then you know a little little ad popped up. Hey, it's the Nexus. Hey, by the way, you should buy this guy. Hey, buddy, (laughs) we have a tablet, buddy. Come buy this. The first anything I've ever seen on like the Google page proper, which for me that's still my start page. But to see that pop up, I was like, what? Did some research. Was like, oh, I gotta have this. So the next paycheck, pick it up, and uh, never regretted it. So yeah, this. This uh, made an impact, I think. For I think the the Transformer Prime was the first one that I was actually excited for until I got it and it was just having mad problems. But the Nexus 10, like that, that's the one that did it definitely. Yeah, for me, that's the one that got away. <laughs> really? <laughs> I wish I'd got that. That that is such an awesome tablet. I like it, and I don't. Yeah, I don't see if. If I had a seven-inch tablet and then my phone, like, there's not that much of a difference. I mean, the GNX isn't that big, but for a seven-inch tablet, like, it's a real nice change going from the phone to a ten-inch tablet, and like, yeah, everything I, is it's perfect on it. Yeah, I just had this little phone, and I was really starting to get into it, but I had no tablet, nothing significant. And then when this dropped, I was like, gotta have it. And it's this cool too when. I like it too when apps have different interfaces and different experiences like Tweetcaster for example has one version of the UI that looks awesome on your phone and it works good for the phone but on the tablet where you have more room they have this other version that just spreads everything out and it's nice uh, HD graphics for the interface and everything and it's it more apps should definitely do that I think cuz that's when you're trying to make your your interface stretch across this yeah. giant PPI filled tablet screen, and it was made for a little phone, it just looks like poop. Yeah, do it's that. good to make the most out of these screens. So yeah, that's right. Works. We're, we're using them in battery life and everything. You should at least take advantage of what's there. So, so uh, yeah, what Eric? Please. Well, first off, I I should stop saying so. I so keep I'm doing this. So. so like, so like, listen. So, so. like, <laughs> what, Eric? The, I the thing to to bear in mind too is like we have less than a day before we be, before we have something solid on this because they're supposed to. Well, it, the uh, the prevailing you know thought amongst journalists is that at the uh, the event that's going to happen tomorrow on Wednesday, July twenty fourth. Um, that's when they're going to unveil, you know, the new Nexus Seven. So we really don't have that long to wait. I still can't wait. So get your credit card ready, kids. I know I will be. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm so obsessed over this new tablet. I was like looking at screenshots. I was like holding my tablet at the screen. Isn't that How weird? That, that's I used to do that when I was a kid over mountain bikes. <laughs> I would get mountain biking magazines that my mom got me subscriptions to, and I would like just imagine myself writing this like brand new. It's, it's a weird thing you do, and you're all like in your head just. And then you get overhyped up because then when you get the actual thing, it's never that great. It's like, all right, now I have buyer's regret, and now I feel bad about it. Well, Matt, how long have you been without a tablet? Like, you, you've had a tablet, like, consistently since... Since the Prime, yeah. What, December of 2011? Yeah, since the Prime, definitely. Yeah, I... Having been without for, like, two or three months, I'm ready. How would you... I yeah, need it, I'm ready. You jumped the gun, see? You didn't plan out your timing very well. No, it's not my fault that, you know, uh, Staples wasn't selling its, its It's not my out. fault it wasn't out in May, right? You, didn't mess up. No. <laughs> you should have just helped kill the inventory and buy one of those cheap first-gen ones and then gave it to me on my birthday. Whatever. Just get cool. your little yeah, Kobe I could, tablet. I, maybe I could just <laughs> light a cigar with a $100 bill. <laughs> uh, I'd probably enjoy myself a lot more than you will with this old-school Nexus 7. It's nice. Did you want to talk some of the numbers? They're saying that they ship 5.7 million tablets in the first half of the year. They want to sell 6.3 million more in the second half in order to reach the annual target of 12 million. Uh, of those, Asus is expected to sell a total of 7 million Nexus 7 units between the first and the second gen models. Uh, they say in the second quarter, Asus apparently shipped 4.2 million notebooks and 2.7 million tablets uh, or a 10% drop for each product compared to the first quarter. I don't think I understand the numbers. So they're so they're saying they've shipped 5.7 million overall tablets, not just Nexus 7. Right. And that they want to sell 6.3 million in the second half of this year, regard, like first gen, second gen, Every, right. crappy, everything. Hmm. Well, I don't think everything, yeah. just the first and second gen Nexus 7s. Oh, just those We're two. We're not talking I think other... they could probably do it. The price point is cheap enough at yeah. like two two twenty something that there are people out there that I'm sure will will just upgrade because it's it's the next thing and they use the seven inch tablet a lot. Right, and there's always the rationalization that well I can give my kids the old one and then I'll get you know the new one. I think people it makes do a that. lot of sense. I think they do that a lot. People that have that's kids. what we do with our Kindle Fire. We gave that to essentially our daughters and my wife. She got the Kindle Fire HD, and so that's what she's been using in the last year. So that trend made and it made it better, TV. right? You actually didn't feel bad for giving them this complete piece of crap. You're like, you rationalize. You made it okay. Yeah, our youngest daughter Tasha, she used the heck out of that uh, Kindle Fire. You know, it doesn't have the kid software that the, the HD does, but uh, I mean, uh, my wife locked it down pretty well, and she uh, Tasha used it for a uh, a video consumption device, YouTube, just. For, for a long time, so still occasionally, so. And really, you know, that's, yeah, go ahead, Eric. I was, that just, that's pretty interesting to me. I keep seeing kids with Kindle Fires, specifically. I don't know what it is. Because I, they everyone, went out and, everyone went out and bought one because they thought it was going to be great, and it was for what it was, I guess. I don't, wasn't that great. It did the job. I mean, this HX2 yeah. has the exact same uh, system on a chip as the Kindle Fire, the original one. So it's practically the same thing, same amount of RAM, about the same speed. So, you know, and this phone has served me well. So they're pretty decent. They're built like a tank. You know, my wife put a good uh, screen protector on it, and the girls have treated it well enough. So, it, like, it's still functional. It's two years old and still works well enough to serve video straight out of YouTube, stuff like that. So, yeah. As far as that goes, like those old devices will be able to do that forever. I mean, you can always just have this YouTube consumption device or whatever. You know, they're they're not going to be. It's not like it, it's going to end up in the landfill because you got a new one. Like they still serve purpose. Uh, Eric, Android four point three leak on the Nexus four. Did you mess with this at all? I tried. Are you the, still rocking paranoid Android? <laughs> no, I. We so talked that's, about that's that. The didn't first, we? What's that? Did we talk about that last episode or no? Yeah, we did. We we bit. talked about it a couple episodes. I I decided to just go back to stock 
Paranoid Android is I it it was great for what it was, but like I had a couple of instances where it would just do a random reboot and I would I had like these like really bad flashbacks to my days, you know, with the Photon where it would do random reboots all the time. So I said screw it. I backed up my stuff. I know that you're going to make fun of me for that. And no, then I do it. And then back I just put 4.2.2 back on there. Stock. And honestly, like I I will take a a forewarned reboot over a random reboot any day of the week. Like if I mess something up on my device and it's like in the next 5 minutes I'm going to reboot. I'm okay with that. I'll just okay. I would know that in 5 minutes this is going to do its thing, but like, if you're in the middle of something and it just does it, there are few things in life more infuriating than when that happens. You literally want to skip it across the lake or throw it out a window. I think I was, like, listening literally. to music, and then all of a sudden the music stopped, and I oh, looked down, and that oh, I would have killed that it. freaky little jelly bean thing is <sighs> drawing itself. I had that happen once with my uh, smartphone, uh, my cell phone, basically, in the car. It synced with Bluetooth, my listeners, to music, and all of a sudden dead silence and i'm driving so i can't like just play with it and do whatever well sure yeah, I mean. <laughs> like, damn it. yeah well i, I so the the reason i went to 4.2.2 instead of 4.3 there's there's two main reasons the first every download mirror that i found was slow as hell like i'm talking like if i'm saying it's slow it's slow people like were you noticed it on your amazingly fast internet it wasn't even soaking my internet connection. wow it was like downloading at like 4kb a second so the you know number one that's not worth it to me i don't care because going to the second point it's probably gonna come out like this week or next week so i Maybe i can tomorrow. very easily just get the update the regular google way because i'm gonna get it immediately with my nexus device so what's What's the? I didn't see the benefit really in in doing all taking all the time and all the work when I'll get it in a week or two. Right, and if you have the S4 Google Play edition, uh, the article in Android Thirty says that they got it last or a few weeks ago. The four point three update it leaked, I think. So the the S4 Play edition was the first leak. Right. Okay. Um, I don't think it's available to everybody, and then the Nexus Four is the latest leak. Um, and I believe I read that the you know, somebody had bought a Nexus 4 off of a Google employee. Uh, and when they got it back, they were like, holy crap, this has 4.3. Oh, nice. So they, they basically made an Android backup. It yeah. wasn't like, it wasn't like a, a typical backup that you would flash normally. Like you were, you were basically putting an image versus, you know, you were taking like an image of somebody's phone versus an actual like install of 4.3. Right. So you um, had whatever there, I mean, was the account said, like, did it save all that stuff or just the, the operating I think it was system? cleaned out. Okay. So it's just like the blank operating system. Mm-hmm. It, it was just sort of an unconventional way to get sure, it. Sure. Um, the, so the, you know, in analyzing that, um, you know, that build, uh, Android Authority put out a really good article that highlights the changes that they saw. Um, the first being the camera, which I think looks nice. Um, from from looking at the screenshots and reading, it, you know, it sounds like um, they've they've sort of adjusted. Uh, they've they've made one big adjustment, which is that when you turn the phone, when you're changing screen orientation, um, like with Android, you the way you typically see it work is that you get like a pause and then you see the whole screen just sort of like flip here. And while you're talking, since you're on my camera here, I'll demonstrate because the lag is just horrendous on the galaxy Nexus. So if you have it like this and then you just, you turn the phone at all like it. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. Now it doesn't lag. That's cool. But if you're actually taking pictures like that, it takes forever. So mm-hmm. they made it so that no matter which way you're holding it, it's the right side up. Yeah, the the only thing that's changing when you turn it is the little the little like uh thing of buttons is what changes. So you shouldn't have this like crazy, you know, the whole lag or whatever. Viewfinder rotating, right. Which is irritating as hell when you're trying to take a picture. Um like I I I totally agree with you, Matt. Like it, I guess it's not doing it now, but you're trying to take a picture really fast and 
you go to hit the button and you don't hit the button because it's in the middle of changing. Yep, yep, it, yep. Very, very irritating. So annoying. And they also, they say the full circle settings bar has been replaced with a semi-circle style bar. A countdown timer has been added and the ability to take pictures using the volume buttons uh, has also made its way to the Nexus 4, which is so awesome. The one thing I super missed from the Droid X going to the Genex is that you didn't have that button, so when you're holding it like a camera, you could, you know, press the button like a camera. Instead, you gotta tap the screen, and that's such a dumb way to take pictures. Like, it's so unnatural to try and hold it and tap the screen when you could just hold it and click the button. Yeah, I don't know. I, that that was my big beef with it. Yeah, I was at a wedding recently, you trying to do the exact same thing, and I kept basically shaking the camera, but I would touch it, and by the time I actually took the camera, it moved. So annoying. Yeah. So a couple other changes. Uh, one of these, I didn't even notice it wasn't in Android already, um, which is a T9 dialer. Um, so you guys probably remember T9 from having like, like the old non-smartphones. Yeah, um, my Windows Mobile had an XT9 that was, I guess that's not T9 dialer. This is just a, just numbers, right? Yeah, this is, you know, so on your phone you have, you know, each number has a corresponding set of letters associated with it. Okay, um, so that's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. The main benefit to this is if you're on the dialer and you want to, like, let's say you want to call Matt, then you just hit 628, which would spell out Matt, and and the the dialer sort of figures out what who that could be based on your contact list. Right. Um so, uh, like, that's... Like, it already kind of will do that if you dial the first three numbers. It'll pull up whoever you recently called that has that in their phone number. But this is cool because you can do it just with their name. Yeah, and I use this with the S3. Because um, I, I know I've used this before, but I guess it's never been in actual Android. So that's, that's like a small, neat little add-on feature that they're throwing in there. Um, the next thing, which I think is, is huge... Uh, and that's uh, blue. It's all the Bluetooth changes they're doing. So we we talked about this uh, a couple months ago um, when I when I had the Fitbit Flex. I was saying how I really wish that it had. I really wish my phone had uh, Bluetooth um, low energy support because that's you know the iPhone has it. Uh, I think a couple of Android phones have it specifically because those manufacturers like HTC and Samsung have you know, fixed, basically fixed the Bluetooth programming and updated it in Android um, to support it. Um, so for smartwatches, for a lot of the pedometers and, and fitness bands that use it, now you'll be able to use it out of the box with any device running 4.3 or greater. Which seems key for these smaller devices that don't have room for batteries. Like people with glass, you notice uh, from what I read on Google Plus a lot that the battery just gets sucked down, especially if you're doing Hangouts <coughs> or any video kind of stuff. So I don't know if the Bluetooth fix will help that at all for videos, but for it your should. Bluetooth connection, I mean, if it's streaming all of that data, right, that's the low energy is going to definitely make a difference. Yeah, and that's that's like the main things that even you know even if you're not doing anything like really sexy with it, it should help with battery life. Just um, anyway. Yeah, and then additionally, they also they also are updating um, and adding support for AV CRP, which is uh, if I remember right, that's that's the, um, the protocol that's used. Yeah, for audio, audio streaming, and they say it brings two way communication and full track metadata to Android, which again. Kind of makes sense for the smaller devices to get that information on those those little screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So you can have um, your your full all your track data like displaying on your on your watch or, or through glass or whatever. And I think I I think that like other you know things like Pebble um, they can still do this. Maybe they're doing it a different way, um, but this is. This, it, this is sort of these are the neat little like under the hood changes. Um, I think they're also throwing in like uh, for the Nexus Four OpenGL 3.0 support, so you know you can have better gaming experiences and things like that, um, uh, less latency uh, on your device. So even if it's not like an upfront change like the camera change, um, 4.3 seems to be adding 
you know, things in the background that'll really make your experience better. Well, it says you're, it's uh, improving the results from 2.5 by about five frames per second. So, I mean, that's not a tremendous difference, but it's definitely, you'll notice less lag. Yeah, well, and that's the two point, you're talking about GL benchmark. Right. 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 Yeah, so, I mean, it might do, I mean, yeah, that's that's like a small FPS increase. Um but like I'm I'm looking at this thinking, okay, so that means that somebody who's making, you know, the next really cool game, um, if they if they program it to OpenGL, you know, 3.0 and I didn't have this, then I wouldn't be able to play it. So it you yeah. know, just adding that level of developer support is pretty cool. And then uh, notification history, the new play store, developer settings, system apps, uh more butter, they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean Okay, make it smoother. Who doesn't like more butter? Why not? It's actually margarine. It's actually... I can't believe uh-huh. it's not butter. <laughs> but, Did you guys understand the always-on Wi-Fi part? That's the one thing that I'm not... I don't think I'm getting. I don't know. I don't know if this is a glitch, but I've been noticing recently on on the CM on my Galaxy Nexus that every now and then when I turn the phone on and unlock it, like, the Wi-Fi is grayed out, so it has to, it's, like, reconnecting for some reason. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but that's probably just a glitch. Yeah, they, they seem to talk about, like, that it has something to do with your GPS. But I, I guess I don't, I don't see the... I, I don't see how it would be, like, that much better for your battery to have Wi-Fi on all the time but there's versus a- your GPS just turning on when it needs information. Right. And, I mean, CM has keep Wi-Fi on during sleep, avoid poor connections, Wi-Fi optimization, minimize battery usage when Wi-Fi is on. So, I don't know. If, is this different than that? It sounds like it might be the same. Maybe huh. maybe Google's taking, uh, taking a hint from the community. and I'm going to turn and, that on and see if that makes a difference. Yes, it wouldn't be the first time that they've done that, but it's good to see that if that's the case. Good deal. And then lastly, I think it's just an update to the uh, to the Roboto font to make it smoother and crisper and more buttery. No, and I think lastly, we now have emoji support on Google Keyboard. I think that... What? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, I love emoji. You heard it here first, folks. Attack of the Androids. Emoji support has finally made its way onto Google Keyboard. Thank you, Android. What is, what is emoji? Is, are, are those... I know it's like emoticons, but are those those yep. little... It's that you know, stupid symbols. here. I want to show you this because it's so stupid. If you're yeah, it's in more a, than just smiley faces, it's a variety of symbols like storm clouds and, and stuff it's like a that, whole yeah. giant stupid. And here, don't look at this phone number, but like look at <laughs> when you when you hit the smiley. Okay, so there's there's this smiley face button that just takes uh-huh. up a whole key. So you hit that, and it's like if you hold it or wait, maybe that's not it. These ones. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, is, is this... Here's my main question. Yeah, is this these gonna ones. Stop, Look like, at when... those. Look at those. Look at all those. Yeah. Those are emoji? Those are emoji. Emoji. <laughs> That's so stupid. Well, do you guys have friends with iPhones that when they text you, you get no. like, weird symbols? Any friends I have that have iPhones, I unfriend. They're, yeah, they're not your friends. Especially my brother. It's no longer my friend. No longer your brother. Oh, wait. That's right. We're not brothers anymore. So you get an mm. Android device. He was adopted. Right. I told him that once. He didn't believe me because he looks kind of just like me. So, I don't know. All right. Uh, is that it for this? Okay. I think that's it for 4.3 until tomorrow. All right. The next day or something. Well, then next week we'll talk about that uh, as we know more. And we'll probably post yeah, we stuff can... on the Google Plus community because that's what that's there for. And it'll be great if, like, everything we've just talked about was wrong. <laughs> I like when that happens. That doesn't happen very often, but it, it does happen, I'm sure. It happens to everybody. Like, unless you know somebody at Google that's not Richard Hay that will actually tell you stuff. <laughs> like, Richard works in a data center. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think he's really knee-deep in Moto X's or right, anything. Right. Uh, oh, man. You want to talk about Ouya numbers real quick before we do some Why not? picks? How are it's you? The, first of all, story. Eric, are you enjoying your Ouya? Are you Ouya or Uno? 
I'm mean, ooh yeah, good. But with uh, a, with I, the caveat. <laughs> well, I'll just say I haven't played it this past week because I I had a I had quite a long weekend because there were a couple of uh, Burmese holidays. Oh, uh, so party time. Um, huh? What's yeah, party time exactly. Uh, but I I decided to take the uh, take the time and play through uh, Bioshock Infinite nice. because it's just been sitting gathering dust for months and months. Um, so I you know that's that I think that proves the point that Uya is not <laughs> competing with my PlayStation. What if um, Bioshock came out on the Uya? Yeah, I Bioshock don't think Light. that ever Bioshock Ultralight. <laughs> Yeah, it's wireframe. If, if it were like it's like bit. half of one level in yeah. wireframe. <laughs> Black and white. Totally. Wireframe vector like the old school Star Wars arcade game. Just totally like, oh, that'd be awesome. I'd play that. I'm just saying, I would play that. Well, it it was a... It, you know, so the, it it's not something that I'm playing every day. But if I'm just... If I'm sitting in the office screwing around with something else... Like I'll fire it up and I'll play a couple of levels of like Towerfall or something. Are you developing any games for it that we should know about? No, but I will say that I've had I've had the idea for a game, and uh, but I've I don't know anything about OpenGL. Well, you and better I need get to know on OpenGL, it. So you better learn that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, now that there's OpenGL 3.0 support. You know, in four point three, maybe I'll write the maybe story. This will all work out. I'll write the story, and you code, and Nick I'll will do the, the graphics. Nick, you draw stick figure graphics. That's right. Kitty faces and stick figures. And will you will you do the music? Uh, yeah, we could figure something out. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. My friend has a machine. We could make some music on. Yeah. We could so, start some music. I don't know. If we'd finish any. All right. Well, the so the story being, um, and this I threw in the I, I think you had a link uh, from Extreme Tech in the um, in the community, right? I threw in the story from IGN because I think they're the I think they're the source article that everybody keeps um, keeps referencing. Okay. So what what is why don't you start to first because I'm I'm really curious. It seems like. IGN is saying one thing, and all the other news outlets are saying another. So what's the impression you got from Extreme Tech as well, with this story? It seems like that they're saying, you know, they they didn't sell a whole bunch, but for what it is, like, that's not bad. But it's not... Uh, let me see. They give some numbers here. It's kind of convoluted, though, because they're going... They're going through, like, game downloads and in-app purchases and all these numbers, like... um Let's see. They say uh, Oregon Trail uh, downloaded thirteen thousand one hundred twelve times, but it was only made five hundred and one sales. Um, Hidden in plain sight, forty three hundred dollars on nineteen hundred purchases. Uh, and that's here. They say most of us likely haven't sold nineteen hundred or even one hundred and twenty two of anything we've ever made. So these numbers are certainly respectable. Unfortunately. Respect alone doesn't sell a console or put food on the tables of developers. So it seems well, like is, they're looking more at the sales figures for the developers of what the, the apps are selling and, and everything. I, I kind of feel like the... So a lot of, a lot of the news outlets are... thousand consoles ordered from the campaign. 58,000. Sorry, I, I I must have missed the question. What was that? I was just pointing out also fifty eight thousand consoles ordered. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I mean, it's. I think that's a decent, you know, if you look at the amount that games are being downloaded, um, like Nimble Quest, um, it was downloaded six thousand five hundred and eight times, which is a little more. Than, so that means like one out of ten people who got the console downloaded it. I think that's decent because not every not every game appeals to everybody, and um, you know it, it's been downloaded that many times. Uh, net profit for this person was four hundred and twenty seven dollars. It doesn't. Seem, it, well, yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot, but the I think that the point that a lot of people in here are making is that they have made this money. You know, some of these people like Oregon Trail. Um, 
you know, they maybe they took a couple of days to tweak things to make it uh, to make it work well with Ouya. Right. So for one or two days work, they've already made like 500, 700, some people like a f- like thousands of dollars. Uh, well, I mean, Towerfall, I probably took more than, you know, a few days because it was built from the ground up, but it's made over $21,000. That's that's nothing to sneeze at. That's that's pretty good stuff. Um the so they're not getting exclusive games right now except for, you know, a, a couple like Towerfall. But Towerfall made $21,000 being an exclusive game. I, 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 feel like, I feel like people are, are you know, really harping on, you know, oh, they're not, really, they're not making enough, enough money and it ooh, yeah, sucks and blah, blah, blah. Instead of looking at it like for one or two days work, these developers were able to put their game on a new platform that is dedicated right. to gaming and they were able to make, you know, money right off the bat. And that's huge. Yeah, that's. I think that's pretty cool. It's, it's an. It is an. It is the. It really is in my mind like the, the open indie, um, game console. Whether whether or not it's successful, only time will tell. But I don't think that it's a complete flop at this point. Uh, yeah, that's that's just me. I, some people may think I'm just being an apologist for. Oh yeah, I I just think that it has a lot of potential and. Uh, developers are making money off of it, and it's only been what a month, so maybe give it some time. Right, and of course, the more the more people that get them, the more people the, well, these numbers will increase. But they're saying uh, at the end of the the IGN article that you know five thousand dollars in revenue, while a nice bonus for a small indie, is not really worth the trouble for a larger company like EA, Activision. Even uh, mobile companies like GameLoft, Rovio, stuff like that. So okay, I don't, I don't want EA. <laughs> right. I don't want Activision. That's not, that's not what this console is about. True, true. I, you know, screw them. Don't need it. Don't want it. Now, Square Enix. Yeah, I mean, like Square Enix and Sega are like the big names that have come on here, and we have no numbers from them. Right. That would be really interesting to see because I would it be my, more than Tower? My, like, Fall, do you think they would they would outsell Towerfall? Oh, I think so. You think? I think Towerfall got Towerfall was really lucky in that it got early exposure and it got a lot of exposure. Well, and it was a cool uh, game, isn't it? I mean, oh, it's it's way it, fun. It looks awesome. It's it's really it's like a throwback to when I was you know younger, you know, doing playing Super Smash Bros on my N sixty four. Right. It's it, it is, is awesome. local multiplayer and it's really fun. But Sega and Square Enix are those are big names. Those are names that people are probably going to recognize. And Towerfall has kind of a steep price. It's fourteen ninety nine, which is right. You know, it, it's a little tough. I I did it because I really had fun with the experience, and I I think it will be great to have friends over and and play this. Um, but I mean, Sonic is I think like what like six dollars, seven dollars. Um, the and it's and it's a well-known name. You know what so I want to see? I think that those sales might be a little bit better. <clears throat> I want to see Nintendo come back from the dead with Mario Party for the Ouya. <laughs> yeah, that's highly doubtful, but that would be pretty cool. Some, somebody should do a Mario Party type game. The I think right? the niche here is the local Xbox multiplayer. Had one. There was a Mario Party type. It was all like futuristic and tech kind of, but it was like Mario Party basically. Really? I can't even think of what it was called but yeah all right at picks nick give us an at pick so we can get the hell out of here okay yeah i've been waiting for this game for a week uh, kind of hard to show it here on the tab let me see if i can do that but uh riptide gp2 uh yeah yeah vector unit yeah yeah it dropped today i've been waiting waiting i knew i found out about it about a week ago and i heard on the weekend that it was going to drop on monday which it did not and then uh it dropped today, but uh, it's the sequel to Riptide DP, the free game. But it's like two million Hamilton. When that game first, when Riptide first came out, it was a uh, Tegra. It was like a Tegra only game, and now yeah. like I have it on my Galaxy Nexus, and it's I don't know Wave Runner Racing. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's dirt cheap, and it's got a lot more levels. I haven't had a chance to play, it, and so I got home. 
yeah, recently, but yeah. If you remember, this is the demo from Google I.O. that completely failed when they were trying to play multiplayer network uh, Riptide. Like, it totally did not work. Yeah. I hope oh, they shit. got is that. Is this that game? This is that game. I'm just saying, I <laughs> oh, hope God. that's worked out, because when I get paid and I have two ninety nine, I'm totally getting it. Yeah, yeah have, uh, you, have you tried that? Like, can it. have you tried the multiplayer, Nick? I have not. I've only fired it that. Out. <laughs> we were gonna try it before the show, but I couldn't yeah. afford the app. Did How I mention we're going to DefCon and I'm trying to save money? You guys should go to DefCon. I wish it's gonna be so hot. I just like I was listening to some other show and they were talking about how hot it is in Vegas and the. So I just. Like, I've lived there and stuff before, but it just never occurred to me that we're heating our planet and it's going to be ridiculously warm down there. I don't know. Not looking forward to that. Sounds Wait, awesome. That's my epic. Sorry, I don't have much to say about it. <laughs> um, but it just dropped today, and it's like two, three bucks, and uh, it looks good from all the reviews I've seen so far. It's awesome. I've seen a couple of tutorial videos where they go into detail about it. So uh, that that'd be my pick. Good deal. All right, Eric, at pick. Okay, I'm not a Minecraft person. I've I've seen it. I've messed around with it a little bit. I I don't know. Maybe I just don't have the time to get into it. Um, but this weekend, I you know I met with you know a new coworker, and they had just gotten here, and um, I was helping him get his his internet working. And once I got the internet working, I saw his you know he has two kids that are like maybe like eight and six. And I just see them fire up their their tablets. The one has a one had a Kindle Fire, one had an iPod Touch, and they both launch Minecraft Pocket Edition. So I'm sitting there watching them play this, and I was my mind was blown. Like I never really got past like killing sheep and and you know yeah me neither. I gave things. up after I was like, all right, this is stupid. <laughs> I can't. Play I'm like this. I I don't have the patience for this. No, no. But it really, it really does seem like the Lego of of that of like the next generation, kind of uh, right. I mean, it's it's just crazy the amount of creativity. So I I was so I was watching these guys, and all of a sudden, like I see, like I'm seeing the one screen, something's happening, and the exact same thing's happening on the other screen. And their dad says, "Oh yeah, they 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 really wanted us to at least get the Wi-Fi up because they do they do like a land party with each other." over wireless with their devices and they're in like the same little world they're on the same minecraft server yeah that's cool. so it i it just it blew my mind so that's why um you know i redownloaded minecraft i've been playing around with it um i think it's i think it's a really neat concept and it's worth taking a look at if you're if you're into games and uh maybe you'll have more patience than matt or i did yeah, my brother and all his friends are into that, and one of our friends has a young daughter, and she is just, like, always playing that on an iPad. Just always. Like, that's all she does every time I see her. So I had four kids, two boys and two girls, and they play it. Isn't that crazy? And that's all yeah, they do? Yeah, sometimes I... with each other. Yeah. In Bedtime. fact, my daughter, Tasha, the one that I mentioned earlier, you know, I was watching these videos on the Kindle, Kindle Fire. Minecraft would be the number one series that series watch. You know, yeah. a bunch of different Let's Play Minecraft videos. So, very popular game. All my kids play it. So, uh, I can see the appeal for it. I'm, I'm glad it's made it to, like, uh, you know, the Android consoles as well. So, Android, you know, smartphones. Is it on the uh, Ouya? I was going to ask. I haven't seen it on there. I'm sure it will be. I haven't seen it either. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, not, um, who is it? It's Notch that does it, right? Uh, is that the yeah, name of the developer? Name. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He yeah. was one of the uh, backers of the Kickstarter project. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for Minecraft the movie, and then then we'll see. That sounds there's, horrible. All right, I there, got an app. There's a Lego movie coming out, incidentally. I think so. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like Lego Star Wars, Lego Disney Star Wars. Excuse me. <laughs> all right, two words: Quadropus Rampage. Boom! Check that out. This game is the best. I literally just started playing it, but you run around and you just smash stuff and you get swords and kitten staffs and all sorts of good stuff. So check it out. It's called Quadropus Rampage. <laughs> best that name. Looks good. It is so good. Best. It's. 
I'm gonna play it all night. Actually, best uh, title for a game. Quadrupus. Quadrupus Rampage. It's it's like a neat. I, I don't. You wouldn't call it cell shading, but it's it's like that very bright, vibrant um, art style. I, I'm gonna have to download this. Is this does this cost anything? No, it was free. Sweet. Yeah. It kind of reminds me. You remember? I think on Mame, there's a ROM for it. It's called Alien Syndrome. Do you ever play that game back in the day in the arcade? I don't know. It kind of reminds me of that same same no. kind of style. You need to play more Mame oh. ROMs, Eric. Crush foes. I'm looking at these. Isn't that awesome? It's the best. <laughs> Screenshots. Quadru- Post Rampage. <laughs> I hope to see that on the Ouya, because that would be cool for a controller. So, all right, Nick. Thanks for joining us, Eric. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Matt. Matt, thanks for joining us. Where can they email us, Eric? Well, Matt, they can email us at show at attackoftheandroids.com. Thank you, Eric. And you can leave us a message at 406-204-4687. And ask questions in the Attack of the Androids Google Plus community. We've got a Facebook page, got a Twitter account. If you want to know when the shows go live, we always post on those. Uh, Subscribe in iTunes and write us a review. We appreciate that. Uh, and yeah, check out our writings on a new domain.net and techpage1.com and join me in DEF CON at Las Vegas on August 1st through the 4th. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, all right. We'll catch you guys next week. Tagging androids.com. Thanks for listening. Peace out. See ya. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids.com.